You are listening to Electric Bike Radio. Welcome to Electric Bike Radio. This is episode 16, Excelsior, the Egg Rider Upgrade. I'm Dwayne. As Jared mentioned last week, I've been out of town for a bit touring some amazing national parks out west with an RV and some rental e-bikes. Check out episode 15 to hear more about that. Turns out Jared never wanted to take any kind of a break, got to tinkering while I was gone. See, my dad ordered an egg rider for his Rad Power Bikes Rad Runner. Then he talked to Jared, and Jared somehow convinced my dad to lend him his brand new egg rider to unbox, install, and play with on his own bike. So Jared, having uh, no fear of blowing up his own stuff in the quest for knowledge, jumped at the chance. So what's an egg rider, you may ask? Well, I'll let Jared tell you more, but it's a computer display not much bigger than your thumb. It replaces the buttons and the display on your e-bike. Most importantly, it lets you tune and modify how your motor, your pedals, and your throttle work together. Yeah, it lets you get more power out of your motor, but it can do a lot more than that. It's a real simple bolt-on process, but then you can tinker to your heart's content through a custom Bluetooth app. It works on most rad power bikes and a couple other bikes. Anyway, to get to the point, Jared recorded his own unboxing and installation because, well, he's a nerd. Let's play that, then we'll come back and ask him a little bit more about it. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Electric Bike Radio's Tampa studio once again. So this is where you typically hear from Dwayne, but if these episodes have rolled out like I think they have, he's currently out of town doing e-bike tour of the West without me. Meanwhile, I'm in the studio, and I'm too impatient to wait for him to get back to record this. I want to open up this little white box in front of me. What's in the box? What's in the box? There's a movie reference for you. Let us know in the comments on Facebook if you know what movie that is. Don't worry, though. I'm no Brad Pitt, and this box is far smaller than the one in that movie. Okay, anyways. In this box, I've got an Egg Rider. Custom programmed by Big Game Bikes in England and program for my good friend Dave's Rad Runner. First, let me explain what an Egg Rider is, if you haven't heard of it before. The Egg Rider is generally marketed first as a custom display for e-bikes. It's a tiny display and four buttons that clamps onto your handlebars. On my Rad Wagon, it's going to replace the LCD display in the middle of the handlebar, as well as the three physical buttons I have on the left side of the handlebars. And that's the way it would work on most rad power bikes. On a rad runner, you don't have that LCD display. You just have a single combined unit on the left-hand side that's a decent-sized set of buttons with a few LEDs on it. Um, This would replace those, but then give you a display that actually gives you some more information than just a few lit-up LEDs. But to call the Egg Rider just a display is really shortchanging what it can do. What it does, aside from just tell you what's going on, is give you full control over the motor controller on your bike. You see, if you have a stock display and buttons, they only let you just a few select options. Rad and other manufacturers, they lock down what your controller can do. 
they want to give you a few options and make sure that you're, you know, doing what's best for the bike and that you get what they think is appropriate for you. The egg rider, though, it opens everything up. It lets you change everything that your your controller can change from how many levels of power assist you have, what those power levels do, power maps and ramps, how your throttle operates, and several other things. Perhaps the thing that might interest most people about the egg rider is that whereas rad might limit you to 250 watts, 500 watts, or 750 watts, depending on where you buy your bike, um, and, and if for good reason, depending on local laws and, and things like that, with the egg rider, you can use as much power as that controller can put out, and that's more than 750 watts. I should probably also tell you what kinds of bikes this work on. So I'm focusing on Rad because it seems like it works on most Rad power bikes, and that's, I think, its biggest market from what I can see online. There's a few other bikes it works on, though. Um, it works with bikes that use the Bafang mid-drive. Um, there's a few other bikes listed out there. The Aerial Rider Rideal, some Unimoke bikes, the Mate X, and a few others. It's also popular with some home builders for all that it can do and how much it can control. So check out eggrider.com to see if it will work on your bike. I think that has the most comprehensive list from the manufacturer. Um, biggamebikes.com, which this is not a sponsor again. This is just purely uh, Dave let me use his new toy that he got, and I've seen it online. Um, in any case, check out that website, though, and they have a list of, of bikes that, they're, uh, that the Egg Rider will work on. Now, before we get into actually the unboxing and installation, I do want to give you a little bit of an insight into how I generally look at tech. Um, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I am not a stranger or have any fear of tinkering and messing around with everything and quite enjoy it. That said, you might be surprised to know that I'd much rather have something that works easily and quickly straight out of the box. Um, it's great if it has options later on to modify if I feel like it, and all those are fantastic. But life is too busy to have to adjust tiny little settings for hours of trial and error just to get your bike working. I want to be able to plug this thing in, have it work, not have to connect it to my phone, and see an improvement right away, and then play with it later. So that's what I'm looking for and seeing if I can get out of this egg rider. And these are the reasons that the Egg Rider, at least as advertised, is appealing to me. It's small. It's supposed to simplify your handlebars by, on my bike, removing the big screen and just having a tiny screen on the left. I don't need to see all the details all the time in big numbers. Um, it should give you an instant power boost and some better handling characteristics. But it also has all those customization options for down the road. The only other option out there that I know of for increasing power on a rad power bike that doesn't require major motor surgery is swapping both the controller and the display. There's a higher power controller out there, and then you need a display to work with it. That costs a little more. It's another level of complexity. There might be some more headroom for doing some major changes down the road with that, but I don't know if I want to get into that. This egg rider, if it does what it promises, might be a great alternative and a more simple one, and I'm fine with that. Okay, enough of the chat. Let's actually look at the box. So I've got this little white box. It's got a single wire that sticks out of a corner, oddly, and then is rubber banded to the front of it. Um, I guess that must be the easiest way to ship it. 
Let's open it up. I'm taking it. Oh, okay. So, wow, this is really small. Uh, you know, I've watched a few videos on this egg rider, and one of them happens to be Gareth from Big Game Bikes. He shows how to install it, and he describes it as about the size of your thumb. He he wasn't kidding. It's about the size of my thumb. The screen looks more like one that might fit on a modern Fitbit or fitness tracker. And I don't mean one of the ones that looks like a watch with a square screen. I mean the one that has a elongated screen that fits the width of the band. It's it's that tiny. Um, and then the whole thing, it tapers into the part that wraps around the handlebars. The whole thing is really about the size of my bike bell overall. I mean, it's it's small. Um, it has only four buttons on it. There's an orange button on the top for power. And then below the screen is a mode button. And then there's up and down buttons. And that's it. It's really pretty, pretty small and simple. Flipping it over, it has a standard kind of handlebar clamp. You might find on any bell, light, or reflector. It has one single screw to tighten it on. If I'm guessing correctly, it looks like a two and a half millimeter Allen wrench. And that's all you're going to need. And then that single wire I mentioned earlier that comes off of it, it has a Rad Power Bikes screw type connector. It's proprietary, I think, or at least it's something you need to make sure matches up. That's why you have to make sure you buy the right egg rider for your bike. Um, that screw has a knurled type of screw that you can finger tighten, so no tool there. And then if I'm looking at the front of my Rad Wagon, which is sitting next to me in in my, my, uh, my studio, I guess, for today... Um, there's only one of those on the front of the bike. All the rest of the connectors are different. So, um, really, it looks like even a fool like me can't screw this up. Well, I guess it's time to test that theory and put it on, right? I'm going to leave the mic on while I do this, and you can tie me. I'm going to guess, guess that I can get this completely done in under 90 seconds. I only have one tool on me. Um, it's the multi-tool from Crank Brothers that I purchased after recording episode 12, The Right Stuff. Uh, if you heard that episode, you know I was playing with all the right stuff at the place, and I felt like I needed to get something, so I got myself a fancy new multi-tool that has a good selection of Allen wrenches on it. Um, so I've got, I think, a 2.5 millimeter, and that's it. All right. Ready, steady, Go. First things first, loosen the screw on the egg rider. So while I'm doing this, I'm going to cheat a little bit and leave my current display and buttons on the handlebar. This is only going to be a temporary install for me, right? So there's no reason not to just leave those on for me. Um, all I have to do is install this next to them. That said, I, I think if I were installing this permanently on my bike, and you might be doing the same, um, it might be a good idea to do it this way, install the egg rider, test it out without dismantling the other stuff, just to make sure it's working right. There's no problem with room on the handlebars doing that. So I'm tightening this up now and I dropped the screw. All right. Got to find the screw and I can't find the screw. Okay. Typical. Can we get a timeout? Okay, I found it. 
Now to tighten the egg rider to the handlebars. I'm, t- I'm tightening it up. This is not the easiest multi-tool to use as far as turning, but we're getting it on there. And done. Time? Oh, wait, I can't say I'm done yet. So I still have to connect the wiring, right? Okay, like I said, there's only one possible place on my bike the single wire can go. This might be different for different kinds of bikes, so make sure you order the egg rider that is designed for your bike. Again, that single screw, Rad Power uses one. Other bikes might use a different one. Um, so right now I'm unscrewing the old display and button. And again, that's only one screw on this. Now, when you look at the connector you've got, there's a little tab inside of that. Make sure you're lining it up correctly. So if you're gentle, there's really no way to mess this up. Just make sure it slides on gently and then screw it on. And we're done. Okay. What's the time? Now we can say time. What's the time? Dwayne will tell me after he edits this audio shortly. All right, I'm going to go take this bike outside, do a couple of runs up and down the street to try it out. And then when Dwayne gets back, we can chat then about what I think. So far, so good. The install was, you couldn't get more simple. Um, It's a really sleek looking piece of kit. And I'm worried I may already be convincing myself to buy one just because of how cool it looks. Anyways, thanks for joining me in the lab, and we'll see you later on. So, Jared, you just couldn't wait for me to get back, could you? Nope, and I'm not ashamed of it either. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had something to keep you busy, but uh, let's talk about this Egg Rider. What you know, what'd you think of it? Well, I only got to test the hardware itself, so I didn't get to play with the Bluetooth app. Uh, those need to be activated with purchase info and stuff and things that I didn't want to mess up for your for your dad later. Um, plus, again, I have very little interest in the Bluetooth app. I don't know if I've talked to you about that, but I don't want to make the bike more complicated. I really just want the app maybe to adjust some settings once or twice. But I want to be able to do everything on the bike just by sitting on the bike, just like now. So I didn't mess with all that stuff. Yeah, no, I can see that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so so I checked out the hardware, obviously, and the hardware is very snazzy. Uh, it's super compact. The buttons work well. When you press the power button, it turns on practically instantly. It's just a tap. No more holding down buttons to get things to work. Um, the display is white text on a black background. It's something that I've always liked for no good reason, all the way back to cell phones in the late 1990s, the few that had that option. Um, and the contrast was good, so easy to read while you're writing it. There are some screens that give you a ton of information, but the text is really small on those screens, but those aren't the ones you'll use while you're writing it too much. Um, the main screens provide a lot of information, but do it in a way that's organized and clear and easy to read. So I liked it a lot. Yeah. Well, okay. I get it. So the, the screens are cool, but uh, <laughs> you know, what's it like to ride? I mean, what does this do for the bike? So it actually changes quite a bit, but it still feels familiar. So as it's set from uh, the person who sold it this time, this is Big Game Bikes, it's in off-road mode. Uh, it has five levels of assist as it's set from that company. Uh, that's just like my stock Rad Wagon or I think most stock Rad Power Bikes. The fifth level on my bike, here's where the difference was. It showed it was drawing 1,100 watts, and it felt like it too. Whereas the highest level my stock bike ever draws is, I think, 748. 748 watts is the most I've ever seen it draw. So 
uh, you can basically create a direct correlation to that's how much faster it's going or, or sorry, that's how much faster it's accelerating is that amount of power more than my 750. Yeah. That's quite a bit of difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that they call it off road mode because you're really not going to be riding the, <laughs> the rad wagon off road. It's just sort of a, that's just the term they picked. Well, I don't know about that. I've done a little stupid riding before, but um, I, I think it's really because of legality, right? That they can't tell you, go ahead and use this mode with 1,100 watts of power in all these states that don't technically allow that much power on it. Oh, that, that's yeah, probably that, the reason, right? That makes sense. It's, it's right. the darn lawyers. Yeah, pretty much darn lawyers. So yeah. uh, other things, the throttle's different. The, um, stuck on my rad wagon, and again, I think on most rad power bikes, the throttle is wide open all the time. No matter what level of power assist you're in, you always get full throttle. On this, the throttle's tied to the power assist level. So if you're on level three, you're only going to get a max throttle of level three. But I think you can change that in the Bluetooth app. Everything I've read says you can. So you can pick and choose. Um, the other thing that was noticeable is the way the power ramps on and off feels different. So kind of like the way the motor kicks on and off as you're using pedal assist. It feels a little bit smoother, and the integration with the pedal assist is more sophisticated. I think, I think there's more going on between the egg rider and the sensor on your pedals, telling you telling it when it's when you're pedaling, than there is with the stock system. Um, I think you and I have both noticed. I think this is the same on your your Pedego Boomerang that the throttle sometimes, or I'm sorry, not the throttle, the power assist level sometimes feel like it's really on off, right? Like even if you're still pedaling. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, if he gets if he gets at that certain speed, it feels like it drops off really quickly. I didn't get that feeling with the egg rider in the little bit I played with it. Um and I think all that's customizable by the Bluetooth app too, if you want to fiddle with it even more, like down to very granular functions, like exactly how much of a turn of the pedal it takes to get the egg rider to kick in your pedal assist. That's adjustable. So there's a lot you can do with it. Hmm. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. If you're willing to, you know, to fiddle around with it, that's pretty cool to be able to adjust all those things. Now, you had said that when you started up, it was an off-road mode. What what is the other? What are the other modes? So the, the fact that there is an off-road mode and then another mode is actually one of my favorite parts. So off-road mode, you have five levels of assist again as it comes programmed. Although I think you could program nine in if you really want to. But as it comes, you get five levels of assist. And the maximum in off-road mode, in your fifth level, you're going to get 1,100 watts, or at least that's what I did on mine. But if you set it to on-road mode, and all you do is hold down the mode button for a few seconds, and it clicks over, it changes the screen so you you notice it. Um, At that point, your max power level in level five was 500 watts. And, you know, that sounds bad because that's less than the stock bike books out but i actually thought it was great well sure i see where you're going with this um you're talking about greatly increasing the range potentially of the bike and using it in that mode that's exactly what i'm talking about yeah in episode four uh we talked about range anxiety and different things you can do to increase your range and one of those things was not to use full power to accelerate from a stop not to have a heavy hand on the throttle and that sort of thing. I don't need the 750 watts that my throttle can put out on my stock bike all the time. But I find that the longer I've had my bike, the more heavy-handed on the throttle I get. 
at least from stops. I use it all the time to accelerate from a stop. I don't keep my hand on it, but you know, anytime I'm at a stoplight or crossing an intersection or just trying to scoot by somebody, I don't gently put on a throttle. I just throttle it up. I've gotten accustomed to it. But if I could stop doing that or limit how much I'm turning the throttle on, that would save me a bunch of power. And I don't need all that power. It just, it's just got, I've gotten used to this muscle memory of just cranking it. So if I'm cranking it and that's using less power, that'd be fantastic. Um, also, I ride on a busy river walk in Tampa pretty often. And sometimes the stock power levels are not that, um, how can I say, they're not that nuanced. You know, it's, there's, there's never the right, it's never the right speed exactly for what you want to do. Um, having smaller adjustment levels between the different levels and on different throttles would actually help a little bit and make it easier to navigate traffic. And again, I'm never using 750 watts through a bunch of pedestrians. That would just be, um, that'd be nuts and, and not safe. So I'd rather have this lower level of adjustment. It's great. Now, anybody who's still listening is either a dedicated super fan of the show or is really interested in potentially putting one of these on their bike. Are there any other thoughts, uh, you know, any other things people should think about if they're considering an egg rider? Uh, there's a few things. So one, you want to buy it from somebody who uh, provides it that it's set for your bike. There are a number of similar looking devices out there. They will not necessarily communicate with your controller. So make sure you're buying from a reputable seller who is indicated that it's programmed for your bike specifically. Also, that's going to come with a certain cable that might fit your bike and not somebody else's. So make sure you're getting the right one. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think of other things that I noticed. All the stock headlights and taillights still work properly. Um, it just changes which button you have to hold down to power them on and off. Same thing with walk mode. Still works. It's just a different button. Uh, I see this being like a super, super valuable upgrade to bikes like the Rad Runner and the Rad Mission. Those bikes don't have a digital display at all uh, to tell you what you're using, how much power you're using, what kind of range you have, how much distance you've gone. They just have five LEDs or six LEDs or something like that to give you a rough indication. So just by adding this to your bike, even if you take all the, the, the benefits of programming things aside, you're getting a ton more information, and that's handy right there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So did have you put this back on my dad's bike yet? <laughs> I did, and it took me even less time than it took for the podcast. Uh, it was right before a glow ride. I met your dad at the Sail Pavilion in Safety Harbor. That's where we all meet for the glow ride through Safety Harbor. Everybody was calling out, let's go, and it's probably less than 60 seconds it took me. I'm confident at this point that I could say anybody with – a screwdriver and the right size Allen wrench can install this. And that's a huge plus. This is a piece of cake to physically install. Um, if you order it from big game bikes, not a sponsor again, but the software it comes with is already set for your bike with your wheel size. So this egg rider was actually set for your dad's wheel size, which is a 20 inch wheel size. My bike has a 22 inch wheel. I didn't bother messing with it for the little time I spent with it, but had I ordered it for my bike, I would have gotten one that was already set for the wheel size if I didn't feel like adjusting anything. So it's plug and play to start with. So I guess we should maybe just wait a couple of weeks and then we can check in with my dad and see how he's liking it. Uh, unless you've already ordered one for your bike. I'm really, really trying not to. Uh, I don't need it, but I did like it a lot. I really did. <laughs> Well, that should wrap things up for this episode. 
Uh, thanks to Jared for not blowing up my dad's bike with the egg rider. So far, no claims, no promises. As always, we put links to the products we discuss in the show notes, so check those out if you're interested in the product. And if you have an egg rider, let us know what you think, because honestly, I really am considering one, so I'd love to hear longer-term experiences than what I have for the short time I had it. If you have any questions about the egg rider that we can answer, we'll, we'll give it our best shot. Just leave us a note in the comment section on Facebook or send us an email at ebikeradio at gmail.com. And if you want to make sure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the podcast on your podcast player of choice. Thanks again for listening, and stay tuned to Electric Bike Radio.